So Malechim, as Shniyomi, is continuing in Chapter 3 of Yuma. We are at Mishnah Tet. Now yesterday we just mentioned the Kohen Godol saying a vidui over his par, the one that's for him and his beto, his wife. He hasn't shechted this par yet, but now he moves on to something else first. So Mishnah Tet, Mishnah 9, Balo the Mizrach Hazara. He went over to the west side of the temple courtyard, Litzfonim Izbeach, to the north of the of the altar, Haskon Mimino, and the deputy Kohen Godel was on his right side, Rosh Beit Av, and the head of that family unit. The, there were different shifts of Kohanim, according to families, and the head of that family, Mismolo, on his left side. Visham, and over there, Shnei Seirim, are the two famous goats. They were standing by Shar Nikonor because we, we're going to see the goat that sent Lazazel is going to go out the door, going to go out Shar Nikonor, and the other one will become a carbon Lashem. The Kalpi Haitasham, and there was a box there. Uva, and in the box, Shnei Gorlot, two lots. Remember, one is going to say, we're going to see later on in Mishnah, one is going to say Lashem, one is going to say Lazazel. Shil Ishgroa Hayu, and this box was made out of a fancy wood. Vesan Ben Gamla Shil Zahav, and Ben Gamla uh, is Yeshua Ben Gamla, he was Kohen Gadol, and he upgraded the box to a gold box. Vahayu Maskirin Shevach. And so they praised Ben Gamli, Yeshua Ben Gamla, for upgrading the box for these lots for the goats. Now, on the subject of praising people, we're gonna, the next two Mishnah are going to go into people who are remembered for great things and not so great things until we get back to the subject of the goats in the next parak. So Mishnah Yud continues the theme of upgrades. Ben Kotin also Shneemasar Dad Lekior. Ben Kotin made 12 faucets for the Kior, called the Kior is the big, uh, like, it's like a big kettle of water used for washing the hands and the feet. The Kiddush Yadayim Veraglayim that we've seen the Kohen Gadol has to do ten times in Yom Kippur and all the Kohanim do every day in the temple. So, because originally there were only two faucets. If there's two faucets and a lot of Kohanim, there's going to be a wait. Like sometimes you're trying to wash at Shul for, for a Suda and there's a bit of a wait. But if you've got 12 sinks, you understand they're both sides, then it's much faster. The Afhu, and he also saw Muchni Lekir. He made some sort of machine, a mechanism. I think the word mechanism is probably related to Muchni. Uh, for the Kior, Shaloyu Meimav Nifsolin Belina, that the waters in the Kior wouldn't become puzzle, wouldn't become disqualified by staying overnight. So apparently, the Gemara talks about this. This was some sort of pulley system to lower the entire Kior into a mikvah so the waters that were in the Kior would be linked to the waters in the mikvah. And you can leave it there overnight, and it's great, and then you haul it up the next morning, and you have fresh, clean water that's not a problem of being left out overnight. It's interesting, there's another Gemara in Chulin uh, Daf Yud, talks about we don't drink from a kli where the water was left exposed overnight, because maybe a snake would come in and deposit venom. There's a, there's a kasha in the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't bring that, lahalacha. Because apparently, they explained, because there weren't a lot of snakes around in his time, but in, if there are a lot of snakes around or venomous creatures, then we don't drink what's called mayim gluyim, water that might have had been exposed to venom or toxins or the like. Anyway, the Mishnah continues on the subject of upgrades. Munbaz Hamelach, the famous King Munbaz, He upgraded the handles to all of the kalim used to gold. Now, the, the active part of the Kli was gold already, but the handle could be wood or something else. So they upgraded it. The whole thing was gold. Hilni, Imo, his mother Hilni, that's Helen, Osta Nivreshit Shelzav. She made a beautiful golden chandelier. Al Pitko Shelhechol. And it was over the opening 
of the Heichel. Now, Mepharshim say this thing was, it was situated at such a level, such an angle, that when the Zman Krios Shema came, which we know from Mesechus Brachas is Misha Yakir, when there's enough light to distinguish uh, colors and, and see your, your friend a little bit far away and, and recognize him, it's time to say Kriyat Shema in the morning. So at that particular time, this chandelier would sparkle and illuminate and people would say, oh, it's, it's Shema time, thanks to Queen Helen. The Afki Osta Tablish Zahav, and she also made a golden tablet, Sheprashat Sotik Tuva Aleha, that the verses of Sota are written on this. Now, the Dafyomi recently finished Sota, and we know that as part of the ritual, they would copy down some of the verses about the Sota onto a parchment and then erase the ink, including Hashem's name, into the Sota pop, the Sota potion, which tests the, the wife suspected of infidelity. Now, it's interesting that Mepharshim say we're not really sure if this King Munbaz and his mother Helen were Hasmonians, or they're from the Hasmonian dynasty, or they were actually from Adiabani, a foreign kingdom, and they might have converted. So they might have been sort of an early predecessor, you know, maybe a thousand years earlier than the Khazars, maybe more than that, or, or they, were in, they were in the time of the temple. So they might have been foreigners that converted. So it's my theory that Queen Helen saw that the Jews were very careful about modesty, tzniyut, and about yichud, and about the special relationship, the exclusive relationship between a husband and a wife. So compared perhaps to the non-Jews of the time, the Jews were much, much more careful and aware of the special nature of marriage. And maybe that's why after she converted, she donated this sota uh, helper. Now, finally, the Mishnah mentions a famous figure who did an upgrade to the temple, Nicanor. Nicanor Nasu Nisim Ladeltautov. Nicanor had miracles done to his doors. The Gemara brings the story. He went down to Mitzrayim, to Alexandria, and had very special, ornate doors crafted. But on the way back, on the ship back from Mitzrayim to Akko, there was a humongous storm, and the sailors forced him to throw one door overboard to lighten the ship in the storm, you know, similar to Yonah, but at the time of throwing doors, not people. And he was very upset. He wouldn't let them throw the second door. He said, it's Pikuach Nefesh. I'm not going to let you. And they're like, no, what do you want with one door? So when they finally got to Akko and the storm cleared, they saw the door they threw overboard actually followed the ship miraculously. So not only had the door on board, he had the door that followed him. So So they mentioned Nicanor for praise because of the miracles done on his behalf. Yashar Kochachem and Zagazot.